0: What's up, everybody? It's the Beat with Richard Holdridge. You know I almost quit the show today. I just had a bad day this morning. These baseball games between the Braves and the Dodgers have been killing me. I've been staying up late watching these games. The Braves could not close it out. I am going to try to just state the facts and leave my opinion out of it because there are some angry Braves fans out there that are willing to throw me under the bus and... Make me look like an anti-Braves fan, and that's not the case. We do have a show today. It's neither good or bad. It's just a show. Uh, I'll tell you why I almost quit the show. It's because I am burned out. I spend about an hour recording and editing this podcast. And I wanted to keep this going. I wanted to center it around Columbus, Georgia, and get the high school angle. Because we do have high school football tonight. But I'm going to start... Really decreasing the show. Starting next week, I'm going back to three days a week. And then I might just go back to just once a week because it's just a lot of work. Now, if I got sponsors and if I got more listeners, that's a different story. If I could make money on this podcast, yeah, I'd be doing this five days a week. But yeah, I'm going to cut it back. This Friday is actually my last high school football game for the regular season. As I'm calling the game between Russell County and Carvin Montgomery. And I'm going to go ahead and get into the sports that happened over the night. Not going to do my football picks. Normally on Friday's show, I do my football picks. I'm just going to briefly talk about the Braves. I don't know what happened. Max Freed just didn't have it. It wasn't his night. They lose to the Dodgers 11-2. to And the Dodgers just would not stop hitting. Chris Taylor, three home runs. And the Dodgers bring the series back to Atlanta by beating the Braves 11-2. to This was the game the Braves had to win. Because now you don't know what you're going to get out of Max Scherzer and Walker Buehler in Game 6 and Game 7. Yes, these games are in Atlanta, but Walker Buehler and Max Scherzer are the two top pitchers for the Dodgers. And they could end up having a playoff moment. Remember, the Dodgers are 7-0. and They have won their last seven elimination games. Ian Anderson will take the mound for Game 6 against Max Scherzer. And then Game 7 will be Charlie Morton taking on Walker Buehler. Probably going to throw out the kitchen sink when it comes to pitching. And the good thing about the Braves in Game 5, they did not use any of their main relievers like Tyler Matzik or A.J. Minter or Will Smith. I am optimistic. I think the Braves are going to close this out and make it to the World Series, but I'm also very nervous that the Braves could blow this lead just like they did in last World Series just like they did last year in the 2020 NLCS. On a bright note, it was opening night for the Atlanta Hawks. I was going back and forth between the Braves game and the Hawks game. During the commercial break, I was flipping back to TNT on my phone. I could have just watched it on TNT on my phone and then TBS on the big TV. But the Hawks impressed me. I was just checking up the score every now and then. They did what they had to do opening night, against the Dallas Mavericks and that makes that trade look even better. The Atlanta Hawks defeat the Dallas Mavericks 113 to 87 and the top scorer for the Atlanta Hawks is Cam Reddish with 20 points. He is my early favorite for most improved player and sixth man of the year. I actually think Cam Reddish could get into the starting lineup and welcome back DeAndre Hunter. He has been a difference maker. Imagine if the Hawks would have had him in the playoffs. He was the defensive stopper that held Luka Doncic. Doncic did not have a very good game. 6-17, of he only scored 18 points. And the Atlanta Hawks, starting five, were in double figures. And it's nice to see all their players, their main players from last season's playoff run, score in double figures. John Collins with 16 points. DeAndre Hunter with 11. Clint Capella with 12. Bogdan Boganovich with 11. And Trey Young had 19 points and 14 assists. And of course Cam Reddish came off the bench with 20 points. The Atlanta Hawks are 1-0 on the season, and this Saturday night they will travel up to Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, Ohio to take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm looking at their schedule. they got some winnable games until they take on the Sixers on the 30th of October. They can go into that Sixers game 5-0, and that would be a rematch of the Eastern Conference playoffs between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks in the second round where Atlanta beat Philly in Game 5 last season, which caused the career of Ben Simmons to go into a turmoil. Not sure if he's even going to report to the team. And many of you know I'm a Warriors fan. I saw that Warriors game last night. They were able to beat the LA Clippers 115-113 to 113 with Steph Curry with 45 points. The Warriors are 2-0 and on the season. Make no doubt about it. When Klay Thompson comes back, the Warriors just became the favorites in the Western Conference. Better than the Lakers, better than the Suns, better than the Jazz, better than the Nuggets. I'm not trying to be a Warriors homer, but I feel with Steph Curry and a healthy Klay Thompson, they are the best team in the Western Conference. And the Warriors are back. They are back because they have the best shooter in basketball with Steph Curry. And, of course, we had another game last night. The Miami Heat beat the Milwaukee Bucks in Miami. Milwaukee just making that trip to Miami and... They didn't even show up. 137-95 was the final score. Tyler Hero, who had a sophomore slump last season, led the way for the Miami Heat with 27 points. And when this Miami Heat team is healthy, they are one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. Jimmy Butler had 21 points. Bam Adebayo with 20. Kyle Lowry's debut for the Heat did not go so well. He was 1-8 for eight with just 5 points. But if Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and former Atlanta Hawk Dwayne Dedman can get going, look out because the Miami Heat are looking to be one of those teams to beat in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference is so stacked this year that I think a healthy Brooklyn Nets team will win the Eastern Conference. But the Hawks are going to compete, the Bucks are going to compete, and the Miami Heat. And also the Chicago Bulls made a lot of good moves getting Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan. And, of course, Alex Caruso from the Los Angeles Lakers. NBA tonight, the game on ESPN that I'm going to keep an eye on is the Phoenix Suns taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. Both teams are 0-1. One of these teams is going to be 0-2. Is it going to be Chris Paul, the lead Suns that he led them to the NBA Finals last year? Or is it going to be the Los Angeles Lakers that gets all the media attention and how Russell Westbrook is not getting along with LeBron or AD, and I don't know what is happening. But if LeBron and AD continue to play like they do, the Lakers are going to win some games. But if they want to win a championship, they're going to have to get a third player to step up. And maybe Russell Westbrook has to change his game a little bit. Just a little bit, not too much. Just be a little bit more of a contributor and don't shoot as much. We did have some NFL last night, and I didn't even watch this game at all case Keenum came in for an injured Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns who are playing on one leg with hardly any starters in the starting lineup beat the Denver Broncos 17 to 14 Dearness Johnson led the way he's their third string running back because Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are out with an injury he had 22 carries 146 yards and a touchdown you think he would have been a good pickup on fantasy football on the waiver wire? Possibly. Case Keenum did not make the big mistake. And Cleveland's now 4-3. and three. Now, I don't know if Baker Mayfield's going to come back anytime soon. But the Cleveland Browns do have a good team. And even if they didn't have Baker Mayfield, I still think... Even if they didn't have Baker Mayfield, I still think they're a pretty good football team. Now, the Denver Broncos have lost four straight games. That's not good if you're a Broncos fan. We had college football last night as SMU... Beats Tulane 55-26. to 26. Southern Methodist is ranked 21st, and they are 7-0. They are off to their best start since the 1980s in the death penalty years. So it's good to see SMU back. I know that the American Conference is going to change a little bit. SMU is going to go to the Big 12. The American Conference are going to welcome teams like UNC Charlotte, Florida Atlantic, UAB, it's nice to see that Memphis and UAB is going to have that rivalry like they used to. And UAB's got that nice football stadium in Birmingham. So look out, if UAB is in the American Conference, we got a third team in Alabama that people can root for. If you're not an Auburn or an Alabama fan, and if you live in Alabama, then UAB is a nice team to root for. So Georgia has the bye this college football weekend. I know a lot of hardcore Georgia fans decided to Go hunting or go camping or do something this week besides watch football. But if you're also a Braves fan, you got game six and game seven this weekend. I know that Georgia's on the bye. Georgia Tech has taken on Virginia Tech. Going through some of the local college teams, you have Texas State that's going to travel to Center Park Stadium to take on Georgia State. You have Kennesaw State, who's five and one on the season. Their only loss was to Georgia Tech. They will take on the Camels of Campbell, who are three and three on the season, and that is a road game. And Mercer, who had a terrible loss last week against VMI, they will be back at home to take on Wofford. Mercer is four and two on the season. Wofford is one and five, so they're back in action at the five-star stadium in Macon. They really packed that house. I like to see the community of Macon rally around the Mercer Bears because that is a good football team. All right, It is Friday. It is my high school football show and we did have some action last night in high school football. This is like one of my favorite shows of the week and when I go back to three days a week I will give special attention because I won't have a show on Thursday and I'll try to get as much special attention to high school football as possible. Starting with the game at Connect Stadium last night, the Carver Tigers taking on the Blue Devils of Columbus. And Carver had no problem against the Blue Devils. 60-6, and they are now 7-1 and on the season. Columbus drops to 2-6. and And the finale will be next Thursday night at A.J. McClung. This is going to be a massive game. The Hardaway Hawks taking on the Carver Tigers to wrap up the season. Hardaway who has a bye and they are 4 and 1. They were supposed to play Jordan and that will be a win for them because Jordan has canceled their entire football season. So Hardaway will face Carver next week and Hardaway is going to be 6 and 2 on the season and 5 and 1 in region play. If Hardaway wins that, they will share Region 2 for 4A in the state of Georgia. Tonight at Callaway Stadium, LaGrange High School is going to take on the green wave of Spencer. LaGrange comes into this contest 6-1 and on the season and 4-1 and in Region 2 play. Their only loss was to Carver. They have two more games against some monster opponents in Region 2 as they will take on Troop County next week. That is a big rivalry game here in the city of LaGrange. When I say here in the city of LaGrange, I'm actually in LaGrange right now because I work in LaGrange. I live in Columbus. I work in LaGrange. I call high school football games in Seal, Alabama. So you catch my drift. And then they will end the season on the 5th of November to take on the Hardaway Hawks. So right now, four teams are trying to win Region 2 4A for the state of Georgia. And right now, Carver is in the driver's seat. Other games in Region 2 4A, the Raiders of Shaw, who who come into this contest... 0-6. 0-6. They will take on the 1-7 and Kendrick Cherokees this Saturday morning. It's a very rare Saturday morning game at 11 o'clock in the morning at Kennett Stadium. And then you got a big rivalry game. This is the WTVM and the WBRL High School Game of the Week. The Northside Patriots and the Harris County Tigers. Both teams are 4-3 and on the season. Harris County started very slow to start the season. Losing to Troop County in their opener. They were one and three, but they have won three straight games. And this could determine position as they have two more games. They got Griffin and Whitewater. So if you look at the Region 2 standings right now, Harris County and Northside for 5A, Region 2 in the state of Georgia, they are competing for position. And we will see how it plays out. Now, we have a big game in private school single-A in Columbus next week. I will talk about that St. Ann Pacelli-Brookstone game because that is going to be a huge game over there on the campus of St. Ann Pacelli. they got a nice stadium over there. And a new play-by-play announcer, Dave Plata. 5-1 and one on the season, the Vikings. They are taking on Heritage. That should be a win. Heritage is 0-7 on the season. And they are getting ready to take on Brookstone next week. That's one of those games I'm not calling football games anymore. That's one of those games I'd like to go to. Brookstone, 6-1 and one on the season. As they get ready for Pacelli's next week, they will take on Trinity Christian tonight on the campus of Brookstone. Trinity Christian is 7-0 and oh on the season. This is a region contest. I know they got their big game next week against St. Ann Pacelli, but this is one of those games it is going to be a massive game for Brookstone and the Cougars trying to push their record to 7-1. and Moving on over to the other side of the river in the state of Alabama, where I have invested interest, and Central is on a buy this week. Next week, a special Thursday night game. They will take on Oxford in a non-region game, as they are 9-0 on the season. But one of the biggest games in their region is Auburn. The Tigers have a big game against Enterprise. They are 7-1 and on the season and they will take on enterprise at home today. So that's going to be a very interesting game. Opelika, they got a big victory last night in Montgomery over Park Crossing and look at don't look now, but the Opelika Bulldogs have rattled off seven straight games after starting 0 3. They get a big win over Park Crossing 37 to nothing. And then that's a wrap. 7 and 3 on the season, they clinch 6A Region 2 and they are done. They have positioned themselves perfect in the playoffs. Of course, the big game, the finale for Russell County tonight. They will host Carver-Montgomery. Russell County comes into this game 5 and 4 on the season and Carver-Montgomery comes into this game 4 and 4. You got another game tonight as Smith Station will host Dothan. The Panthers of Smith Station are 1 and 7 on the season and Dothan is 3 and 5 on the season. You got the Glenwood Gators 5 and 2 on the season and they are taking on Pike Liberal Arts who are 7 and 1 on the season. The Valley Rams have a home game tonight in Valley, Alabama as they will take on the Generals of Lee Montgomery. And one more contest in 6A Region 2. Is Ufala taking on Sidney Lanier tonight at the Cramden Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama? Sidney Lanier has had an impressive season this year. They didn't make the playoffs last year, but they finish eight. They're eight and one right now, and with a win over Ufala, they will make the playoffs, and their only loss would be to Opelika. They'd have a much better record than Opelika, but Opelika goes undefeated in Region 2 play. Just some of the high schools in the Chattahoochee Valley. I got one more game that I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about Callaway for a second because, yeah, they, they are a team in Hogansville. They started out four and zero. They got a home game next week against Temple, so they are on a buy. They're five and two on the season. They got two more games, one against Temple and one against Heard County, as they try to close out region play. They're one and one in region play, region five double A. But they started Owen. Oh, they started 4-0, first by beating Opelika, a 6A team in Alabama. Troop County, a 4A team in Georgia. Hardaway, a 4A team in Georgia. And then they just rattled off another win against Douglas, which is a 3A team. And then once they got into region play, they had some trouble against Thomas County Central and then Harrelson County. But these were really good football programs. So Callaway is trying to come back into the state playoffs for double-A to defend their state title they won last year after beating Fitzgerald. Remember seeing that game on TV. All right, it's time for the NFL preview show. not going to make NFL picks. I'm just going to go through the NFL games, starting with the local Atlanta Falcons team that will travel to Miami. They're coming off a bye. They're taking on the Miami Dolphins, and they're favored by two-and-a-half. They should be getting Calvin Ridley back, and the Dolphins are 1-5. you got the Washington football team, 2-4, taking on the Green Bay Packers, who are 5-1, Green Bay's favored by 8. The Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Tennessee Titans. On a short week, the Titans get an impressive win over the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football, and they're taking on a Chiefs team that – has trouble stopping teams, so Derrick Henry should have another good game in fantasy. The New York Jets travel to Foxborough, the battle of two rookie quarterbacks, as Mac Jones will take on Zach Wilson. You got the Carolina Panthers taking on the New York Football Giants. The Panthers, the Panthers have lost three straight, and the Giants are playing at home. You got the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Who would have thought? that Cincinnati would be 4 and 2 after beating the Detroit Lions last week in Detroit 34 to 11 now they're taking on the hottest team in football that has rattled off 5 straight you have the Houston Texans taking on the lone undefeated team in the National Football League the Arizona Cardinals cardinals are favored by 17 and a half points and JJ Watt plays his old team boy the Texans have just been in a disarray you got the Chicago Bears taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Interesting note about this game, this is the largest age discrepancy between starting quarterbacks as Tom Brady is 44 years old and Justin Fields is 22 years old. So Justin Fields is half Tom Brady's age. That is very impressive. The Sunday night game is going to be the Indianapolis Colts against the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers have lost three straight. Jimmy Garoppolo should be the starter. Trey Lance is still dealing with that knee injury. The 49ers will welcome the return of defensive tackle DeForest Buckner. The jury is still out on that trade. I don't think that that was a very good trade that the 49ers did. I think DeForest Buckner is a great player. He just cost too much. And then the Monday night game is the New Orleans Saints taking on the Seattle Seahawks, which they will not have Russell Wilson. And if the Seahawks lose that game, they can go to 2-5. and And it's possible that this year could be a losing season for Seattle. Well, that's it. That's my show. Thank you once again for listening to my podcast. As I try to cut this show down, I'm going back to three days a week. I might even go back to two days a week, depending on the workload and what I got going on in my life. There's just a lot going on. And... I try not to get emotional on this show, but I did lose one of my colleagues over the week. I found out that somebody that I went to Fried Hardman with passed away, and it's been tough because we were the same age, and he was in my broadcasting classes, and he did a lot of the stuff behind the scenes, and was a great guy, and a great colleague, and he will be missed, and uh, that's, that's my show. All right. Hope everybody has a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family.